I'm sitting here with Vinny and Max. I visited Vinny one year ago here near Ulila in the south of Spain. And at that time, Vinny had a girlfriend living with him called Lily. Uh, she isn't here, but Vinny's friend Max is here, who's come down from Germany. And I'm going to interview Vinny again, and also Max for Positive Futures magazine, issue number 10, the second volume about happiness. So Vinny, I've already interviewed you, but this interview is especially about happiness. Um, could I ask you how you found this place where you're living now? How was that possible? How did, how was the possibility to come here? Um. <clears throat> Well, well, that's the thing, maybe, uh, about happiness and feeling. Like, if you want to see it from that point, from just the emotional point, um, it were like uh, thoughts and, and will and intention that uh, made this happen. Like at one point, you could say, um, at one point, you could say, um, your intention uh, forms your reality. The universe, everything is like willing to give uh, what you desire and uh, or what you need, and that's a that's a very uh, important thing, I guess, because you will always give in what you need to to be alive, um, to be happy, actually, because as human, I guess we meant to be happy, also sad, but like in a very good equality of all these feelings, and. Um, so from uh, yeah, so from that point, if you just like let yourself go into let's say the flow of life, the river of living, uh, there are many uh, ways uh, to to say this. Some people just say like live your life, and that's it. But if you take this like uh, these words to your heart and try to uh, figure out what it means for you, basically on that journey, you will be always given what you need to have like the right amount of happiness and sadness to come along on your way. Um, so that's basically what brought me here and like uh, this place is like the, the, the result for now and just a temporary thing for me um, achieving for myself happiness and as well sadness um, but in a in a way that they are like uh, playful counterparts to to teach me, and I um, and I am able to step back more and more and more and more, um, because that's what I want to say. Because what you need, that's the point. If you go just at one point for stuff you want or what you desire by mind or by instinct you could end up in quite trouble in that sense uh, and you need to um, yeah you need to go along like very complicated way of let's say uh, saving a lot of money um, because for me for instance I had the luck I was just giving the money I lived in a community in s South Spain and at one point my sister called me and said um, we're going to get uh, money from my grandma um, she wants to give away before she dies and everything. And I was living there like with uh, five euros a week or less. And we just like, uh, and we were super happy and grateful uh, 
for for every little thing and for every big thing and for for every uh for every um has uh yeah something like I was really bad it was also like uh a lot of appreciation in all that it's just experiencing it and uh so it it was like just all all of a sudden I got a call and was like okay now you can can go because I actually went to all this journey to create a place for people to live it was like not that I said yeah I need for myself this and this and this I was like from the beginning this world needs a place like this kind of and uh, and I will go and do this and I found like places that were that already existed and I had like that point like it's, many friends back in Germany and I wanted to, them to come to to visit me at these uh, anarchistic places where we could like live free together and it took me like a while that that I was also like focused on on these on these specific people um, and the more and more I let all this go I end up just at, at this place and and just people who are seeking for that experience are um, crossing my path kind of and yeah so yeah, how would you <laughs> describe this way of life how are you living here like um, at one point maybe very aware but very aware of very simple things like it's not uh, about to be aware of like the let's say like very deep philosophies of life and everything this is not important there are like very very little things that every human being experienced throughout every day um, and therefore you actually don't need any um, explainings or like uh, thick books to to read about um, and yeah, this is what I like. If, like also, I feel for me, it's a. Uh, I reached at many points, and um, a point of no return. Like like once I experienced it like so deeply and so intense, I never ever could go back to the point of doing it differently. Can you explain about that, please, more? For example, when I lived in the Pyrenees, it's just maybe the example helps to to explain the the process um like i was uh, working barefoot uh, a lot of times where always when i could but there at one point i realized i never was walking it was like me basically my ego or however you want to say it but it was like um I want to go there and there were like so many higher purposes and on the way there I, I realized I never ever was walking I never ever took a serious step being aware of it where I go where I step and then at one point I just practiced this and uh, I just was uh, walking and I didn't mind like uh, places where I want to go that took me normally like five minutes if I would walk fast, I took like half an hour or an hour because I just was taking care of every step I took. And this I did 
<laughs> like two months or something. And then I was there and, and now I would say, okay, yeah, there's a point of no return. Because now, now like a lot of shoes uh, and things like uh, I, I completely, my body restricts it completely. And I cannot use them. They, they, they hurt me, they do me bad, they like n not, uh, yeah. I'm not, ex with this, I'm not accessible, this state of mind of being aware that I'm walking, that I'm go step by step, that every atom, every little thing, every muscle inside of me, all my senses making me move. And not like my mind and oh, I want to go there because there's some food. Very simple example. But you would like stand up and go somewhere to get some food. And during this you will maybe, yeah, completely forget about walking, about standing up, about your body actually doing something very profound, very, yeah. Could you please <clears throat> describe physically what it's like here? What kind of structure you live in? How much land you have? How you survive mm -hmm. with water? How you survive generally? Where you get your money from? How much money mm -hmm. you spend every month? Um, yeah, from like now there are um, 1.2 acres of land on a um, on a um, like facing east uh, hillside here and then quite steep with uh, here and then terraces on. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's sort of a bit separated in like uh, one part of the land where already like. Uh, bigger terraces and um, there I'm also planting mostly just trees and other parts they are just fitting perfect to set up little cabins um, but a lot of these things were uh, process uh, like processing uh, and like figuring out how it works best and um, there's also like uh, a place where it's like uh, very steep steep hills um, and also very shady there's also like a big garden i have like two places for for gardenings and um, maybe there there also starts like the first uh, circle because um, i also try to um, create a circle because nature is always like doing things in circles um, and it's like making everything very easy and uncomplicated and having actually very good results. Um, for the beds, for example, I just uh, digging holes because the earth is like uh, more or less dead at some points and extremely hard, the soil. And um, then I just have a compost toilet where I mix it up with uh, any kind of organic material. In the winter, I mix it up with all the ashes from uh, from some firewood, and this is like the first layer mixed together with uh, bigger parts of um, very hard um, wood, and this is like uh, this, this saves a lot, a lot of humidity at the bottom, and this gets covered covered up. Um, <coughs> uh, like I empty once. Um, Let's call it <laughs> the shit pit in that sense. I just emptied there uh, once and uh, covered it up with the, with the, let's say, not good soil around. And this is the first layer, and then I put there some um, 
buckets of compost from the kitchen and everything else I find or um, yeah that's like around to have uh, more and more mulcher and this I also like I mix to, to the top less and less of the of the soil around in there and then you have like at the bottom a very good water saving thing um, and yeah and then yeah, at the end you just have like after two years or something um, a very good bed so why are you living here why not in Germany why south of Spain okay yeah, just at one point uh, what you asked me before it's like uh, there are like many many other things but uh, this could be like one example you could apply this example you could just imagine a circle how nature would do it that uh, because nature is for free like uh, in the forest the trees don't have to pay to live there and to grow bigger and smaller um, so they just have the given space and the given energy and uh, this <laughs> yeah, to make it simple and short um, this you could apply on, on anything um, I'm, I'm trying to achieve here like some things already worked out some things I need to figure out but yeah that's that's the main drive of the of the life here <clears throat> well, can you summarize in a few words what the life is? Are you, you're trying to live simply or simpler. You're trying to live as cheap as possible. Yeah, I mean, that, that was just about the sum, summary of, of all that. It applies also like uh, like on the financial situation, on, on everything, like uh, just trying to cut out... Uh, because we are also in an artificial circle of uh, of the money flow, etc., and everything of patriarch and uh, repression, and um, from that point, I uh, yeah, nature always provides sustainable um, sustainable circles. We always tend to say like, uh, yeah, everything is a given and a taken, but in nature, you realize it's a circle of giving and giving. It's like an endless spiral of giving in worst case giving your life or giving uh, yeah but you never need to give your freedom and stuff because you are free to yeah give everything and you receive everything and from the other side so <clears throat> is this the happiest you've ever been no <laughs> no no <coughs> No, right now I'm something in between, but uh, that's also uh, actually that um, yeah, that started uh, quite early in my life that um, that I realized <coughs> I'm I would be quite a fool trying to achieve happiness, trying to achieve it constantly. Um, so it's much uh, easier to just enjoy it when it's there. The same for everything else. And um, um, yeah, that's the thing. I don't try to achieve anything for myself because I'm I'm a human, basically, which means I'm full of uh, problems and everything. Also, I came from a very very um, repressing society, uh, also like brainwashing society, etc. So um, at that point, I also need to accept that what is going on there, just in like, let's say the 20 years I witnessed it um, as a part of it, 
like here I'm also still a part of it but I can be much more aware of all these things um, this already leaves, leaves so much damage to a to a sane uh, person that it's like um, yeah what to achieve first of all um, yeah it's, it's at one point often here I'm just in a state of being I, I be and I receive what's coming and I'm yeah, and, yeah, and it's just great <laughs> like a lot of gratefulness and thankfulness for everything like what I always like to do is this <sighs> I just breathe in breathe out and now try to take your breath uh, you can't be always happy you can't be always sad like you can't take your breath forever you can't always just breathe in and breathe in or breathe out breathe out and uh, this is like a micro <laughs> A micro picture of what's going on everywhere in the world and with everything and it uh, it rises it falls apart it we can just be very happy witness witnessing this oh yeah that that's that's I just that's the thing there where happiness comes in part like, like uh, there's a general feeling of it's okay it's I don't mind and if you don't mind, on the other hand, you could say, ah, I'm happy. Like, if there's nothing I mind, I could be happy. But on the other side, like, if, I, uh, if I'm not really uh, happy just because I don't mind, um, you just enter this uh, sort of in-between balanced state of receiving all this. So you don't feel any pressure from the Western society about having to achieve, having to produce, having to make, having to have an ambition, having to work hard, having to make money. Um, what is, do you have an ambition or is it just a case of being? That's the thing, I, I don't have any ambitions to, to myself, no. And so everything is just a result of being. And at one point, this will stop. In this uh, physical concept I'm witnessing now. And then let's see. What is an average day like for you? <laughs> it is like no, no average, but the average is that that's a thing. Like, um, it's a feeling. I have an average, there's like no average uh, doing. Basically, like I, uh, it's not that I think okay, I need to do this and this, and, except of cooking, like providing food. That's the only thing I actually need, and that's the thing yeah, I try to live off my needs, and uh, then everything becomes really, really simple, and uh, you don't need to structure your day because uh, at one point you feel a little bit hungry, and then you find yourself in the kitchen cooking something. And now, like with you, I find myself sharing the food with you, and and so the day goes on, and uh, at one point it finishes, and and there, like here with the, like yeah, and here all like uh, little projects going on, like now olives are ready, and we can pick them, um, and there yeah, we could have already uh, do this today, but uh, we was just sitting here and talking a bit and so, so like there is no timetable no nothing um it's a question of um yeah like your your feeling your becomes the watch like yeah 
So your grandmother gave you the money you bought for land, you don't have a mortgage, you don't owe anybody any money, so you can do more or less whatever you want. You don't have any ambition to to do anything really apart from be. I mean obviously you're planting trees and you're looking yeah. after your land and you're building yeah. a better home yeah. for yourself. Yeah, but that's just a byproduct of being like that just comes uh, just because like obviously yeah I need to sleep and at one point like you have spare time and why not improve this a little bit one point you stumble over uh, a mattress somebody is about to throw away and uh, and then and that's like the thing and this is also like the this is replacing your watch because then it's if you yeah found a good mattress and it's mattress time and then you start to organize everything around this sort of and uh, at the end because you know you will find yourself in best case actually using this thing if it's not like completely soaked wet or you need to completely wash it and it's like nice you could like actually yeah, bam, I know I will use it tonight and so 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 day is planned they uh, everything to do uh, and at that point it's always like uh, getting darker sooner than you think and it's like oh, okay already uh, like if you then at one point really look at the watch uh, you're like every time you will look at it it's like oh already this oh oh I thought uh, uh, it was like yeah shorter longer all that stuff I mean in some ways it's quite similar to the way we lived a long time ago but also how some indigenous native people live right now many people's days are just about survival collecting water gathering firewood making food and nothing more they don't have time to do anything else because they're just surviving so in some in some aspects i suppose you've simplified your life down to just surviving now yeah, well that's interesting because um the way i survive and that's also where like the the society came in where i also would like to say um the money i have from some certain people i can like recycle it because there's like an overflow or, yeah, at some pockets of persons uh, and they realize, yeah, I cannot uh, use it for something uh, that makes sense or is reasonable. Um, so I get here and then a little amount of money. Um, and um, yeah, that's the thing because like at this point, all the beds, all the gardening is not uh, perfect right now it still needs like experience for me um, but at one point of course you just go here I'm also planting yeah, what you said like trees and uh, among like a lot of fruit trees this is actually uh, also a thing for further generations like, I probably will not witness this but at one point you can come here at this place or like uh, let's say the next generation in best case if the climate and everything don't uh, yeah <laughs> um, but that, that, that's like the idea so it's like a very long process and to that time uh, I am actually unindependent and I need to ask people for money to buy um, vegetables uh, basic food and stuff like this to to survive then um, but on the other hand I still have enough time to carry on like this project of like planting trees um, doing this uh, yeah providing the beds making them better and also like having the time to sit down and 
and think about like cause and effect what I'm doing actually and like at one point getting deeper and deeper in the material of, of the process and reading, yeah, start to read like very specific uh, things about all that. So <clears throat> what things during your day make you happiest? What, what things give you joy? What do you enjoy doing the most? Mm. Yeah, it could be anything. Kind of. Like today it was, the, the morning was like just very special today. I felt like witnessing the, the whole world waking up. And I just felt myself a huge part of it. That's also the thing like when I, um, when I'm all by myself and uh, I feel everything else but alone, I feel like a million entities, beings, life, just life around me and I'm so, it's such a little part of it and I just, yeah, when I'm able to witness this, I know it's a special day where I should just be aware of, of the, yeah, of my receiving part, kind of, and try, trying to receive the sun as, as it's beautiful being as it is. And then, are you able to think into the future when you're a lot older, you're 31 now, but when you're maybe 61, what do you hope <clears throat> will have happened? Do you know? Do you have any plans? Any dreams for the future? <laughs> I mean, one is for your trees to grow bigger that you've planted. Yeah, but that's also the thing because I don't have... Uh, uh, sorry, I just need to know the word again. But uh, in the sense that I don't try to achieve something for myself. You, you said a word before and I can't remember the proper word for it. You don't know it anymore. I don't know what word it is, but I said. But yeah, when, um, that's the thing, I don't try to achieve to get uh, old or something. Or like, it's not that, um, because uh, I believe this is all ego. Like as soon you want to be alive, it's your ego. And you will figure out the time you will need to be alive. So just be alive and you will, and everything like goes by itself. But every time you think I want to be alive, it's your ego dragging you into complicated situations actually. So just focus on the need and then and there you go. So you don't think about the future? No, not really. I was just thinking at one point uh, because of stuff in my youth and uh, and I'm smoking a lot and stuff like this. Like at one point I'm eating and living quite healthy, of course, but uh, on the other point uh, my body is not that fit anymore. When I think I'm quite, many people say I'm quite young for what I do and stuff. Um, so I just, you know, I also hope to don't get really old at one point. Because I also think I, d I don't need you know, to what else can I do then give? So, so at one point I will be very happy to give my life as well. Put a point on the whole thing for, for myself because I'm like, I'm like good with it.
sort of. What do you mean, give your life? You, um, I, I don't quite understand. Um, give it back where it belongs. <laughs> well, I mean, we're all going okay. to die at some yeah. point. You're talking about dying. Yeah, yeah but, but it's like we, uh, it's called lean. We, we lean. We lean this body for a certain time, for a certain amount of, uh, for I would say, and then time is not time, for a certain amount of experiences. And um, and at one point, yeah, that's what I mean with like giving life back, giving your body back, giving everything back, like making it nice again and giving it back to the entities they gave it to you or like the energy, whatever, yourself in the future, <laughs> yourself in the past, whoever gave you this life or what it's meant to be, um, like I want to bring it back in a nice shape because I was born as a very pure being, we all getting born pure. So at that point, um, yeah, I would like to give that thing like nice and clean back and say, okay, but I'm, you know, that's also what I say, like I'm trying to be good at it, yeah. <laughs> and one day when I'm really good with this, with it, um, I don't need to live anymore. Like, like one thing causes the other. So you're trying to better yourself. Yeah. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you think is important to say? You can say anything mm. you like. If there's anything that I've missed that you feel is important. Mm. Right now, I, I don't know. No, it's like it covered. Well, do you have a message um, for people listening? Yeah, that, 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 that's what I thought. If like the, if the message came across from that point, but I guess the message is like very simple. Um, the more you accept, the more you will receive. It's giving and the giving, nothing else. Like even the sun, it's it's like. Uh, nuclear fusion and it's burning and I imagine everything to be alive and if I think about the sun going up there burning like imagine yourself putting yourself 24 hours on fire you would be screaming as hell and, and, and yeah the sun obviously doesn't die so imagine yourself fire wouldn't kill you <laughs> but you're walking around on fire 24 hours and the people would be like wow you're so nice and bright shiny and uh, be happy with it because you're giving life to plants, all the predators, they need the, that sunlight to eat the other animals they were just eating plants, etc., etc., etc. So everyone will be like, oh nice, this dude on fire, he's quite someone. But you would be thinking, fuck this shit, it hurts, it's like hell. So the sun is going out there every day for us doing it, not complaining a little tiny bit, never ever heard it. Never. Never. And yeah, <laughs> that's basically uh, it. <laughs> vocation. Yep, vocation. Yes, yes, okay, yeah, okay, because because I wanted to say profession and I guess that's not really pointing it out that way. If there is vocation, maybe. Uh, because you can uh, learn any job 
or profession, but you just have one vocation. And that's the only thing, I guess, what's important to figure out. Because you're already good at it and you will already achieve something through it. People will respect it if you just follow it. People are spending or wasting, actually, not even the time, in worst case, the entire life um, of uh, emotions. There can be joy and sadness, but they are very valuable. And from that point, they're wasting all of this um, in a job and trying to become very good at something. And it will be always hard because it's not your vocation. And, and yeah, that's the thing. Like many, many people, they are quite good in their jobs because they're doing it for 20 years and they're sort of forced to do it all the way. Like the mechanics of society force them, like that you can't just bum switch your job as you like as well. There are like certain boundaries. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, that's uh, basically the thing. Vocation, just have one and you, w you will realize it like once once you do it, the thing that makes you really happy and oh yeah, or it gives you the thrill, the the drive, it's for whatever what but it will give you this and uh it's very sad that their society or society should uh base more on this because we could actually live in in a, this weird capitalist system, uh but we could pay people for what they're already good at, what they already love to do, instead of ripping them off for stuff they hate to do. Yeah, It's really interesting. I was told when I was younger by a friend's mother not to worry about what I want to do until I'm 40 years old. She said, just wait until you're 40, enjoy your life at the beginning, and then maybe when you're 40. And some people say that's well, too late, you know, but otherwise I always lived by what yeah. she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was, I was 32 maybe when I started photography full time, mm. 33. Yeah, I've been doing it 20 years yeah. full time. But you're 31 and Max is 29, so you've both got nothing to worry about, yeah, really. Exactly, yeah, yeah that, that's I mean, the thing. I was going to ask you, do you have a vocation or does Max have a vocation I'm yet? I'm obviously a musician. I'm th that's the thing because yeah, I'm obviously it take now the guitar and play and you would think okay uh, that's not okay can use that thing <laughs> so that's my profession but no one in the world obviously pays me for this so I just do my living and uh, so so I realized that's it's not my fault it's just a problem in society that people everywhere like need to be good in jobs but uh, at one point in worst case they lose their vocation completely and when they're 60 they don't remember even more that they were like uh, one hell of a craftsman with uh, iron or wood or something and they have this glimpse of like yeah maybe I do it as a hobby and they buy like some uh, carpenter tools and try it for a year but the whole time we lost like a, uh, a genius artist because like all everything is basically art creation is art like uh, yeah, and then it's funny because we usually lived in a time back, uh, there was a, like a certain time where we had a lot of uh, value for this and the money flow was actually going in this local right direction and people were paid to make, if you look at the um, yeah, friend of mine also 
points out at this very often if you look at these old houses how beautiful they are how much effort was put in there and all these people were paid so it means like one nice big house in a village in a community what we want to achieve like a good community um, and this can work along very well with uh, like a capitalistic system as well you just need to make it like more human friendly um, and that was like a point that happened there where people got paid for making beautiful walls and like uh, it doesn't matter because everything anyway took long there were not that kind of machinery everyone was like yeah it's an interesting time you can read about it on, on your own and everything and inform yourself but there you see this example of um, people um, living much more on their vocations like the, back in the days the carpenters they were like if you look at these old tables how they how they're made and how they're like the detailed and stuff and like the foods have like uh, carvings in there all, all like, like from bottom till top and they're tiny <laughs> and they just made it and and uh, and the people were like really willing to pay this and now you go to uh, ikea and think wow nice this table is five euros and i can put it together on my own and you think wow i just saved like uh, in in nowadays you could say i just fa saved like fifty thousand euros or something like a, a oak table of that quality you would uh, yeah and, and that's the thing we completely lost the value and we are but we are will, willing to give this we haven't changed the amount of money in that sense but we are willing to give this money to corrupt bankers to corrupt politicians to corrupt managers they are selling us poison and shit and that's a bit weird because we used to give it like to our neighbors to our friends to our community to to live quite well to have like nice houses good farms proper food and and all that stuff and like the butcher in in these like yeah, I, I also come from a village so at one point i realized it so much that the village is actually the thing there's a saying in africa only a village can grow up a kid because everyone is looking after each other say that saying again please only a village can uh, grow up a kid or like educate and grow up a kid because uh, like, like if I would that's a that's also a good example like if I would say nowadays some very young kids on the street smoking probably I would go there and just uh, ask them their age or something or like like put them out and like yeah well what are you doing and like try to educate them and say what you're doing is really bad and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I become also a part of the responsibility of of the whole society because these people are younger than me and they don't know and the parents are not around and that doesn't mean that nobody needs to look after them and we're like really good at putting um, these uh, responsibilities also away and saying yeah this is not my child yeah but there's a like 10 year old smoking so so you should actually do something in sake of humanity kind of and yeah and did you say your profession or your vocation is musician Definitely, yeah. Which one? Mus I say musician or? Um, is your prof is, is musician um, your profession or vocation? My vocation. Because uh, I also had like weird experience. Like once I was gifted a flute. It's called a banjuri from India. And the dude who gifted it me, he was telling me a story how he went into the woods uh, 
meditating and learning for for like month. It took him like three years to, to to get some notes out of it and to play it a little bit. He handed me, I took it, I put it on my lip and go, and it made a noise. And he just looked at me. He couldn't believe what just happened. And I, I was like, oh, okay, it goes like this. And then I started to play a little melody and I was like, okay, I, okay, there, there I go. I found a pentatonic so we can jam. And he was like, fucking hell, this took like 20 minutes. Take, take the thing. Since then I have a banchuri and since then I can play banchuri. So the same happened with the ukulele. This, like guitar, I told myself. Drums, I told myself a little bit, but the same happened with piano. The same happened now with electronic synthesizer music. Um, like to understand how the wave shapes, etc. It's a bit stupid because you hand me that stuff and, and I, it, it takes me like it, some minutes, days, weeks and I'm into it and I'm soaked in and I like kind of return out of the topic and it's like, well, there you go, it's like a, I just made a song or I find myself making a record, produced like four electronic music records. <laughs> They're not out there somewhere, it's just under. But they're there. I, it, it, that's well, maybe you can give me one file to put on Spotify so that people can listen. Yeah, like maybe the favorite or something, or something in between, or like a good example. Sure. <laughs>